Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. So we just pulled up to an apartment building here in East Oakland. Uh, and Thomas Peel, what are we looking at right here? You know, we're looking at a two-story apartment building with um, one way out. First time we came out here, all of this was really heavily littered with garbage and piles of wood and paint cans directly under the stairs that are the only way that people could get it out in a fire. Oakland's doing a bad job of inspecting apartment buildings and schools for fire hazards. Thomas Peel is an investigative reporter with the Bay Area News Group, and he spent more than a year investigating fire inspection data across the Bay Area. What he found out is that many of us are living and working in buildings that haven't been inspected for years. I'm Devin Katayama. Welcome to the Bay. What got you looking at fire inspections in the first place? The ghost ship fire. A warehouse party that turned into a deadly inferno. We're now learning how the 36 victims died. The fact that that building hadn't been inspected and wasn't on the inspection roles at all. An entirely improvised living and event space described as a tangled stack of musical equipment and makeshift utilities. What, what types of buildings are supposed to be inspected by the fire department? Schools and apartment buildings. All apartment buildings? Three units and up. Some departments are able to do inspections more frequently than others, um, but nobody is perfect. Do we have any idea how good Oakland is at inspecting its buildings? Um, well, we're looking at eight years of data, and it's, it's bad throughout. There are getting the buildings maybe every three or four years if they get to them at all. There's a question of whether all the apartment buildings in Oakland are even in the data. The record keeping within the 11 fire departments Thomas and his team analyzed is so bad that they couldn't even tell whether some buildings had been inspected or not. So Thomas says the problem could actually be worse than what they found. 
The analysis of inspection records from the fire agencies did show that almost one quarter of thousands of apartment buildings were not inspected last year, and hundreds of schools. Oakland has got a really serious lag in getting these inspections done. They're in violation of state law that requires a safety check of these buildings once every 365 days. And it's not just Oakland. It's Berkeley, Redwood City, Hayward, San Jose. We're finding it, you know, all over the region that there are lapses in these kinds of inspections. How did California come up with this state mandate in the first place? You know, it's 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 national. There's um, most states require these in in some way. California, being a heavily regulated state, requires them annually. In the late 50s, there was a massive school fire in Chicago where about a hundred children and several nuns died. Many of the children were trapped on the second floor and panicked at the roaring flames and gushing black smoke. Dozens leaped from the windows in blind terror. Many more were brought out by heroic nuns and firemen, horribly seared by the lunging flames. That tragedy led to um, the idea that annual inspections for looking at exiting and, and things like that were really important to save lives. So who, who is responsible for overseeing how well fire departments are doing with their fire inspections? There really is no oversight. You know, the state fire marshal, Dennis uh, Matheson, you know, he was very reluctant to criticize any departments that weren't meeting the mandate. It's not my place to, to say that it's okay or not okay. Um, uh, it is my place to say what the law requires. Ultimately, the responsibility is um, lies at the, at the fire chief's level, um, and it's it's, uh, it's their it's their responsibility to make those decisions. Why why is that? How could there's that no, be? There's there's no oversight. The the law requires that the work that the inspections be done, but there's no nobody checks, and that was a little you know surprising and. I asked him if whether or not this, these results of the data show that um, his office should have some oversight and be, you know, looking over the shoulder of these fire departments to see that they're doing the job. And he was, he was resistant to that, saying he didn't have enough staff and it would be a lot of work. Now, to my knowledge, there's, there's no ability in state law uh, to do that, so the, the law is, is what it is. Um, again, it's, it's uh, at the local level, decisions have to be made what, what they can and, and might not be able to do, maybe not as often as the law says, but again, that's at the local level, those, those are decisions they have to make. What's the state mandate? What does that even mean then? Right, well, you know, the state law says they've got to do it. Nothing in the state law says that anybody has to check whether they do it. So who, who's accountable for this, all this? Is that the well, state or is that... It's, it, you know... It's all dumped on the local level. It's, it's the fire chief and the fire marshal. And there appears to be, you know, little interest from their bosses and municipal government to checking how this stuff works and whether or not the mandate is being met. I guess I'm just surprised to hear counties like Contra Costa County, cities like Oakland, um, have such bad record keeping on their fire inspection process. They, they must know how how bad it is or do they do they know it hayward um when i interviewed the hayward fire chief about some problems there i was very surprised when i mentioned the state mandate and he came back and said what mandate and he got um let's just say he got a little testy 
with me on the phone and he asked me to send him the um, citations and the code because he said it was unfair to expect him to fully understand the 30,000 pages of California code that applies to fire departments. And they have since come out and said that they're having a review of their process. Robert Marshall, who's the fire marshal for most of Contra Costa County, um, said he knew he had a problem with the data, that, but that he didn't know quite how bad it was. Not this bad, no. I mean, I suspected that there were probably some issues. Uh, we've got a number of occupancies that are listed in our database that don't have an occupancy classification at all. Do they exist? Do they not exist? Is it a systematic failure? It is, but I don't think that we're alone in that systematic failure. And he's a, you know, he's a, a passionate advocate for fire safety. He, he carries around on his phone a photograph of when he worked as a fire inspector on the peninsula in the early 2000s that shows where a child died in a stairwell. The rest of the stairwell burned and the child's body left an imprint where it didn't burn as much. So you can kind of see where the body was spread out on the ground. Fire doors in that building didn't shut. They'd been um, tampered with and the fire got in the stairwell where it really shouldn't be. That's one of the big things that they talk about, containing a fire so it doesn't get to the exit route. And the little boy collapsed on the stairs. I will never forget showing up to that fire. They were wheeling the three-year-old uh, down and putting the three-year-old in the ambulance. And they actually perished because of a fire code violation that we knew about, that we had written up, that we were due literally the next day, we were due to go back and do the reinspection on that building. And he says he shows that photograph to his inspectors um, to remind them about you know, how important their job is and that they're you know, trying to prevent needless deaths and catastrophes and injuries. Well, Thomas, thanks a lot for doing this. Oh, you're very welcome. Since Thomas and the Bay Area News Group started investigating the story, some fire marshals around the Bay Area say they're making some changes. Berkeley and Hayward are planning to review their respective fire department's inspection process. And Redwood City said it's working to complete a round of school inspections by the end of June. To see the full story from the Bay Area News Group and Thomas, please visit eastbaytimes.com or go to mercurynews.com. We'll link the story in today's episode notes. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. All right, the June 5th election is coming up next week. That is June 5th, Tuesday. So I'm just throwing this idea out there. Subscribe to KQED's podcast, Political Breakdown, and go back and check out all the episodes that have to do with your ballot. Subscribe to Political Breakdown wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Adelfetta from Throughline. 
If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 